The Bible Study Podcast, episode 465. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Proverbs with chapter 4. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Proverbs 4 has to do with wisdom, which is not surprising because we're going to be dealing with that theme a lot here in Proverbs, but it has to do with getting wisdom at any cost. Listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention and gain understanding. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I, too, was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me, and he said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. I'm going to pause here and look at this. This is part of the section in Proverbs that are the Proverbs from Solomon. Remember, Solomon, who is the son of David, not the oldest son, but the son who will take over after him. And so when he says, I too was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother, then he taught me and he said to me, take hold of my words. So he's talking about literally his father, David, who was a wise and generous king. Not faultless, as we've talked about before, but was a good king, all things considered. Now, of course, this is a child of his relationship with Bathsheba, which started in sin. The first child of that died, but Solomon is also a son of Bathsheba. So that's going to be interesting as we look at sections in Proverbs that talk about not forgetting the wife of your youth and things like that, because many of them are written by someone who is the son born out of what started with an adulterous relationship. So that's a little odd. But he says, listen to my father's instruction, pay attention. He says, I too had to learn this. I too was a young man. I too started without wisdom. We all do. We start without wisdom. And we have to gain wisdom through life's experiences and through other people, preferably through other people, so we don't have to make all the mistakes ourselves. And so he says, remember, you can learn, I learned. And remember the importance of it. Take hold of my words with all your hearts. Keep my commands and you will live. And then he says, basically, get wisdom even if it costs you everything. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Talks again about this personification of wisdom. The wisdom that will embrace and honor and present us with a glorious crown. Now, again, if we use a very practical definition of wisdom is discernment to do the right thing in every situation, you can see how starting with that is really going to be a good place to start. And so many good things can come from that. He says, trade everything you have to get that. And remember, this is the king that when God says, what do you want? He says, wisdom. He doesn't say riches. He doesn't say palaces. He doesn't say defeat from my enemies. He chooses the one thing, wisdom, over all other things. So that is consistent with what he wrote here. 
He continues on in verse 10, Listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in a way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction and do not let go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it and do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way, for they cannot rest until they do evil. They are robbed of sleep till they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. I've done a lot of stumbling here, and I mean this in a very literal sense here over the last couple of weeks because I was on a Baltic cruise uh, with Viking River Cruise. Uh, you can hear more about that in Amateur Traveler, but we were in a lot of historical towns along the Baltic area, and every time we would get into the town, they would say, remember, wear appropriate shoes, there's going to be cobblestones. And I swear that cobblestones are made to make people stumble. They're more difficult to walk on than just paving things and having it be straight and level. And what he's saying here is be careful where you walk because there are cobblestones. Be careful where you walk because there are things that will make you stumble. And that wisdom will lead us again on straight paths, this issue of paths will keep coming up. Our paths, the directions that we go, that all start from all the different decision points in our lives. Hold on to instruction, guard it well, for it is your life. And don't go on this other path, that path of the wicked, that path of the people who are staying up at night until they get someone else to come and be like them, till till they make someone stumble. Says Now, I like this. The path of the righteous is like the morning sun shining ever brighter till the full light of day. And I like that because if you think about it, he doesn't say the path of the righteous is like the midday sun. But it's the morning sun. It's the morning sun that gets brighter and brighter. This path of wisdom, this path of righteousness doesn't start perfect. I don't start perfect. In fact, I haven't gotten it perfect yet. I screwed up. Today, I screwed up yesterday, but this gives me hope that tomorrow may be brighter, right? This gives me hope that the way of weakness, that the way of wisdom, that if I can get on a path of wisdom, I can be like that morning sun that keeps getting brighter. The path of the righteousness keeps getting better and better. And better in a couple different ways, you know, better can be interpreted a couple different ways here, but I mean more and more righteous, more and more like God. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ears to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thoughts to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Guard your heart. What do we need to do to guard our heart? One of the things that I think we need to do is we need to be careful about our inputs. What is coming in? You know, if we're not going to have perversity coming out of our mouth, it might be good if it's not going in our ears. 
right? If we're a little more careful about what we are putting into our hearts, putting into our minds, putting into our lives. Guard your heart for everything flows from it. When our heart is good, when our heart is right with God and it's good, a lot of things go better. Our relationships will go better if we're not the center of them. If our heart is not hardened, if our heart is not self-centered, if our heart is filled with love, it will be better for all around us. Guard your heart and keep for everything you do flows from it. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Be careful what you say. Careful what you say about others. You will be judged by your actions and your words and your deeds. Those should be consistent, and they should reflect something that gives glory to God. We shouldn't be gossiping. We shouldn't be slandering. We shouldn't be doing all of those things that we can do with our lips. We shouldn't be cutting down. We shouldn't be injuring all of those things that we can do with our lips. Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. God is looking to put us on this path of righteousness that gets brighter and brighter and trying to keep us away from the distractions that pull us to the right or the left. I pray this week for both you and I that we would guard our hearts and we would watch our steps and especially watch our words. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.